Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode. My name is Dr. Paul. Today, I'm gonna to talk to you about the top five challenges that I personally experienced during med school and some of my peers experienced. And I'm gonna give you some tips about how to overcome each one of them. So challenge number one was handling the large volume of information. If you have started med school or you know someone who has, you know that they do not ease you into it. You just start full blown right away. The information just piles on even just after the first day. So how do you handle this big load of information? Well, ultimately you need to develop a system that works for you. What I did was I made it a habit every day to take the large volume of information that I gathered and to condense it a little bit. And then when I got more information, I would do the same. So let's say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I would take all the information from each day create my notes and then that way I had a condensed version of each day's notes. Then on the weekend I would take that, condense it a little bit further. So I would start with all this information here and then every day I'd condense it so there's a little less. Then on the weekend I'd condense it so there's a, just a little bit. And then that little bit that you create out of the big volume of information starts to add up over the weeks, right? So that when you go to study for your finals at the end, instead of having just this enormous amount of information, you might have, let's say, 15 to 20 pages of really condensed but high yield information. So if you wanna know how to handle the large volume of information, there's really no secret, there's no trick, there's no way around doing the work. You have to do the work. So that system worked for me, hopefully it'll work for you, but if it doesn't, try and find something that works for you, that allows you to take it and really condense it as time goes. The number two challenge that myself, and I know pretty much everybody experiences is, how to deal with things like anxiety throughout medical school, right? There's a lot of work to do. Your grades really matter because you wanna make sure you're at a certain level. You wanna make sure that you're also prepping for the USMLEs and a lot of anxiety comes into play. And you need to know how to dampen that anxiety, dampen those nerves so that you can keep executing at the highest level. The only way to really do this is to figure out how to relax, meaning find something that you can do regularly that allows you to sort of decompress and dampen, decrease that anxiety. For me, it was working out after class with some of my friends. And then on the weekend, it might've been going out to dinner on a Friday or a Saturday with my friends. You have to figure out what you can do that helps you relieve stress, and then make sure you schedule it into your day and into your week. Because if you don't schedule these things, there's so much work that you can just work morning, noon, and night without giving yourself an opportunity to decompress. So you have to make sure you schedule those activities into your day that allow you to de-stress so that you can keep functioning at the highest level. The third and one of the biggest problems medical students experience is stress related to USMLEs. Now, USMLEs, when you start med school, they don't come for another two years, but from day one of, of class, they're gonna be talking about them. So the stress, the anxiety around step one is basically there from the start. Now, whether you're watching this in 2020 or 2021 and beyond when we move to a pass-fail, it doesn't matter. Step one is still very information-dense. There's a lot you need to go through just to pass it, okay? So the best way to alleviate that anxiety of there's this big test in the future, I'm so scared for it, the best thing to do is to start chipping away at its preparation early. What I recommend students do from day one is to develop a plan where you'll dedicate a little bit of time every week to your step one prep. That way, while everyone else is sort of stressing out about, oh my God, I have to start this in you know 12 months and I'm so scared, I'm, I don't know what to do. 
you're slowly chipping away at it so that when it comes time to really dig in and dive into your full-blown step one prep, you've already been doing a lot of the work chipping away at it. It's a lot less stressful for you and you can actually breathe easier while you're going through the basic sciences because you're actually doing work towards it. We oftentimes stress out because there's something that we don't know what to expect, but if we can do those little things that help us you know, prepare for this event, it can really help to alleviate that stress. So that's strongly what I would suggest you do. The fourth challenge, and I know I personally experienced this with, I think it was um, microbiology, maybe pharmacology a little bit, was getting through challenging classes. Now, challenging classes can be due to the volume of information, maybe some stuff is, is a little dry, like micro is just pure memorization. That was challenging for me. Um, sometimes it's a difficult instructor. Whatever it is, there's a few things you can do to sort of get yourself over these challenging classes. Number one, go and talk to the instructor. If you are having problems with the material, you're having problems figuring out how to study for these things, go talk to the instructor. Ask for some tips, ask for some advice and maybe they can help you out. Most teachers are willing to give you some advice about how to best study for their exams. One of the best things you can do, I think even better than that, is as long as you are not the, the top um, student, meaning let's say your fifth semester and it stops there, as long as you have someone who's a little bit ahead of you and who's done the class, go find them. Find a mentor, someone who's already done the work, done the class, had the same teacher and gotten through it. Ask them, did you find this to be a challenge? What did you do? How did you overcome it? That's the best thing you can do because this is someone who's already done what you are trying to do. So they can give you tips and tricks. They've already done it. They've already passed. They don't care. They're probably going to be willing to help you. And I know I took advantage of this all the time and it was a huge help for me because just having someone say, I did this and it got me to where I needed to be is a huge stress reliever. And oftentimes you can just follow right in their footsteps and accomplish that goal. Now, the fifth challenge, and this is a challenge that a lot of students have when it comes time to think about residency, is what do I actually want to do? Now, a lot of people go into their clinicals with this mindset of, I want to be a surgeon, an anesthesiologist, a dermatologist. And then, you know, you do a couple of rotations and different things, and all of a sudden you're kind of lost because you really like this, but you had your mindset on this. So one of my uh, recent interviews with a friend, Dr. Casey Miller, she gave me some really good advice and she gave you guys some really good advice if you watched that video. And her advice was very simple. Choose something where even the most basic monotonous tasks are something that excite you and that you'd want to do. So for her, it was OB-GYN. What's some of the most monotonous things you could do? Maybe pap smears, just general exams. That's something she was interested in. So choose a field where even the most boring of days are still exciting to you. If you can find that, that's definitely where you should put your attention when it comes to residency. Obviously, residency is a very personal choice. You're picking something you're gonna do for the rest of your life potentially. So you wanna make sure you really think about it. But that was a great tip that I got from Dr. Miller. I think you should keep that one in mind if you find this challenge as well. So guys, those were some of the five most common challenges that I experienced and that some of my peers experienced with some tactical, practical advice that you could implement to try and overcome them. Hopefully they were helpful. If you have any challenges for med school that I didn't mention, go ahead and drop them in the comment section below. Let's start a discussion so that we can help as many people possible get through all the common challenges and hurdles that come with medical school. All right, hopefully this was helpful. See you guys on the next episode.